Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the show today, Sean Zarillo from the Action Network will weigh in on all of his post-trade deadline insights. And yes, it is football season, football contest season, that is. Matt Simo, who runs a proxy service in Vegas, will give you all the info you need to know for signing up for this season's contest. That is $8 million up for grabs in the Vegas Survivor Contest. We will get to that later on in the program. But first, let's get to some reaction to Major League Baseball's trade deadline And yesterday, Joe, we had A.J. Pierzynski on, and he was waiting for that O.S. moment. He was referring to Justin Verlander, and we got that O.S. moment as he goes home again and is a Houston Astro once more. Yeah, yeah. I We actually brought it up at some point during the show yesterday. Oh, are we going to do that again? Yep, we're going to do that again. And then you get uh, the vibes from the Astros. Yeah, let's celebrate the Astros, the no-hitter last night. Verlander here now. We saw, we just saw a little bit of movement, not that much, because how much shorter can the number possibly get? Uh, they are co-favorites to win the American League now, Aaron. And uh, that was yeah. the big move. It was, okay, once you realize Verlander's going to go, and there is a short list of teams but man, did uh, the Astros have to give up a lot. But I, I can respect an organization that that realizes eye on the prize. It's about the championship. It's not about what a prospect might be in uh, five to ten years. I was thinking about when you brought it up, Joe, yesterday, when a team makes a trade right before the deadline, does that give the clubhouse a little extra juice, a little excitement? And it sure did for Fromber Valdez as he throws a no-hitter. For me, as someone holding that Rangers ticket to win the division, I was not Mm -hmm. as pleased to see that, (laughs) okay, here come the Astros. We knew this was probably going to happen at some point, but... You know, when I placed that bet, I just was hoping, wishing, and praying that Astros would fall off a cliff because it was a long shot. Maybe the Rangers can still hold on and the Astros will do more in the postseason, but that's just my hope for my division bet. (laughs) Well, in terms of activity, the Rangers certainly won the trade deadline as far as acquiring more talent than the Astros did. It's just Justin Verlander with what he did in an Astros uniform. You can't help but be a little bit nervous about it, right? Although Mm -hmm. I will say, Aaron, that I mentioned before when the Rangers acquired Max Scherzer that we shouldn't overreact to such news. I'm going to say the same thing again as far as the Astros acquiring Justin Verlander. His strikeout rate is way down his peak for the last several years say in the sackass era was 35 percent last year when he won the cy young it was 28 percent. still a really good strikeout rate now it's 21 percent. his slider was a was an elite put away pitch now it's not this is not the same justin verlander the astros had last season though again context may change going to Houston, maybe he very much is a plug-and-play pitcher, and that could work out just fine for him and for the ball club. But, Joe, it does feel like that Verlander took a step back with the Mets, and I'm not sure he can get that step back in such a short period of time. Yeah, I I totally get what you're saying, but another situation, smart organization, 
And it's a perfect example of a player that we've seen his peak. And sometimes you get thrown in a winning situation and all of a sudden you revert back to that for a short period of time. Here's what I will say. Yes, it is not the best Verlander that we've seen. However, the complete in a short series, the makeup of the rotation that they have completely changes now. Because it was Valdez, great, quality start machine. We saw what he did last night. And then you start to get concerned. There were a lot of smart people that thought Christian Javier was going to have a better season than he's had. And yeah, you, you like Hunter Brown and JP France, good young arms. But as far as experience in the playoffs, that's a different game. And when you're giving the ball to Verlander in a must-win situation or where you can you know, put put it almost out of reach for your opponent in a series, you've got to feel much better about that. And the Astros were like, hey, we're fine giving up these guys. Um, uh, we're good because uh, we, we still have our core intact and we, we think we can win it all. I also think it's pretty cool that two of the big-name pitchers that were on the board during the trade deadline – from the Mets, now go to teams in the same division. And both of these guys yeah. have kind of lost a step a little bit. It's very interesting in terms of who's going to do better. Uh, I can't wait to see it from a fan perspective. Yeah, certainly. And at the same time, when you look at, say, other moves uh, that were made and moves that were not made, uh, Joe, we definitely talked about uh, pitchers <laughs> and where they should go. And my goodness, what a bad beat you had to suffer. Eduardo Rodriguez oh. is staying with the Detroit Tigers. He was going to go to the L.A. Dodgers, like you suggested, mm -hmm. but he nicks the trade. Ouch. That was brutal. You know, I was preparing myself for it. I kind of saw it happening. I'm like, this is just not. <laughs> but here's what I did not have, Ed. I did not have him staying with the Tigers. I thought for sure he was going somewhere. It was just a matter of where. I did not have this uh, this on the board. But, yeah, there were a lot of teams that I think we could point to. So maybe, I mean, teams are sending us signals like, eh, you guys overrate winning the division, the third division in a league. Because all these teams in the bad divisions right there for them, aside from the Cubs, what did they do? What did the Twins and Guardians do? What did the Reds and Brewers do? They just sat by. They did nothing. So I I find that to be interesting. The, the teams are like, yeah, winning the division is nice and all, but maybe they side with AJ on that. Um, yeah, we could win the division, but we're not going to win the pennant, so what's the point? I was just surprised that he did not want to go to LA and play for the Dodgers. Like to me, that was that. a bit shocking. Like yeah. maybe I'm biased because I lived there and you know, I'm just shocked really like, no, I'll pass. Don't want to go there. It's like, really? Okay. It's Head so down. funny. It's so yeah. funny. This dude is the weirdest dude of all time. Like, Lest we forget, <laughs> this dude just disappeared off the face of the earth for like two months last year. Didn't talk to anybody. Now he goes, no, nah, I don't want to go to L.A. because of my no trade calls. I want to be closer to my family on the East Coast. But also, if you trade me to San Diego, I'll accept that too. So funny. Ultimate bit. Being petty's the best. I love this. Yeah, at first, at first, part of my reaction is, listen, we don't know his personal life. There might be things going on. But when you hear comments like that, you're like, okay, yeah, that's not it. Because <laughs> he would go out west. <laughs> it's just not for the Dodgers. 
Yeah. yeah. What did the free agent do pitchers? Free agent pitchers want to go to the West Coast. The weather is much nicer there. You're less concerned about rainouts and delays and all sorts of stuff. And the Dodgers know how to make you an elite pitcher. A fantastic organization, as far as that's concerned. It doesn't make sense at all. But here we are, and that was part of the deal and part of the contract. So that's uh, going to be something I'm sure that we allude to a little bit later. In fact, there are a lot of moves uh, that happened right at the trade deadline. Too many for us to mention. But I think what is helpful here in terms of an overall exercise to figure out who won the trade deadline is for each of us to go around the diamond and share the three biggest winners of the trade deadline and the biggest loser as of yesterday. So, Joe, which three teams were the biggest winners from the trade deadline? Who was the biggest loser? All right. Uh, are we starting at one? Or are we going to have a little bit of suspense? Start at number three overall. What do you guys Let's think? Let's start at three. Right. I like okay, that. Okay, start at three. A little bit of suspense. Okay, I'm going to go maybe off the board. I'm thinking I'm the only person that has this team in the top three, but I'm going Mets. The Mets did a great job at the deadline. They did what they were supposed to do. They're playing for the future. And we've heard some comments from ownership over the last couple of days. It's not about next year either. It's about a couple of years from now. And the prospects that they added, I, you know, prospects always a little suspect. But long term, if I'm a Mets fan, I'm happy. You know, we did something. We're not hanging on to guys for years where I, we don't expect to win. So I like I like what the Mets ended up doing. Number two, I'm going with yesterday's big news. I'm going with the Astros. Adding Verlander to that rotation, you don't have any concerns about him fitting in with the club. It's very comfortable. And then last night, how did they react? Yeah, perfect. No hitter. Um, it, it's dangerous. But I'm staying in the same division for number one. You alluded to it, Ed. I'm going Rangers. Uh, not only because they didn't stop at Scherzer, because you add Montgomery as well. So you had a righty and a lefty, and they're not sitting back and saying, oh, woe is me. We had the DeGrom injury, just wasn't our year. Like, look, we have this awesome offense. We just need some depth to the rotation. We've had some bad luck with injuries. Let's do something about it. This is our chance here. You don't get uh, every year where the Astros could be caught. But the Rangers looked at it like uh, this season. So I'm going one Rangers, two Astros, three Mets. And your loser? My loser, Dodgers. <laughs> they, yes, of course. <laughs> they they made Just some keep moves. Hating on Lanceland. They were denied uh, with yeah, Rodriguez. That's a good one. But but you have as good a farm system as anyone. You have a stacked team. You want to improve the rotation, and oh, Rodriguez said no. Well, what's your backup plan? What's plan three? You, you got to move. Do something. Everybody else, look look at all these other teams at the top of the board for the World Series odds. They're almost all doing something, and your big thing is we got Lynn, we got Kelly, we got Yarborough, and you have all the assets in the world. Come on now. You got to do better than that. So I'm going to say the losers of Dodgers. I like it. Aaron? All right, number three for me. I'm going to go with the Diamondbacks. They acquired Paul Sewald from the Mariners, adding to their bullpen. I thought that was a good move for Arizona. Jace Peterson, he's a good defender. Tommy Pham. So 
Uh, I'll give them the third spot. Number two, you'll appreciate this one, Ed. I came around full circle. It started to feel like Shohei Otani was gonna stay. No. You had convinced no. me about a month ago no. that he would. No. And then once they decided he was gonna stay, they decided to go all in. So I have the Angels at number two. Lucas Gio, Lito, Ronaldo Lopez, CJ Cronick. Shut up, Jay. <laughs> I mean, they got they got a handful of guys. So I also think like if Otani does end up leaving, of like at the end of the season or whatever, like they're all in now. Mm -hmm. They realize that, and they're gonna have to tear things down and rebuild once he does leave eventually. <laughs> had to throw that in there. Wow. Um, yeah, I had to give him the number two. <laughs> had to give them the number two spot. When he leaves, and number one. The same as Joe. I got the Rangers. They were able to land Max Scherzer, Jordan Montgomery. Um, Chris Stratton is a solid reliever for them. And I don't think many people expected the Rangers to be in this spot. And now they realize the opportunity that they have here. And they needed to bolster uh, their roster. So here they are. I think they deserve the top spot. And my loser, I'm going with the Yankees. I mean, What? The New York Yankees doing nothing, basically? I think it's crazy. It, it, it's insane to me. I, I guess they're like, oh, Aaron Judge isn't the guy he was last year. We're just going to do nothing and throw in the towel for the season. It was just weird. So, yeah, they're the losers for me. I went about this very differently and picked completely different teams. So let's see how all of this meshes together. And I'm going to start at number one here just for storytelling purposes. I was really impressed with what the Miami Marlins did. This is the best chance that they've had in years, since 2020, to make the postseason, and they really went for it. Closer David Robertson, really tough fastball to handle. Infielder Jake Berger, 99th percentile in barrel rate. Switch hitter Josh Bell with a solid on-base percentage of 318. Left-handed pitcher Ryan Weathers avoids a lot of hard-hit balls. And the Marlins unloaded Gene Segura. All of those moves are solid to great, so I think they won the trade deadline. Number two, a slightly quieter deadline for them, but I like the Baltimore Orioles. They needed starting pitching. They got Jack Flaherty yep. for the Cardinals. I think the BAPIP will go down. Number three, another quiet deadline, but the Braves didn't need to do very much. They're getting Max Freed back. They're getting Kyle Wright back. There aren't too many deficiencies. So why not get a bunch of backups? They did that. They're going to be just fine. My biggest loser, Joe, slightly different perspective. It's the Detroit Tigers. Try to unload Anwar yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez. He's simply too good to keep on a lost season, and now Great they point. are stuck. So the Tigers are the biggest loser for this period. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we look at the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year market right here on the BetQL.